Welcome to another episode of the Alicast. Of course, you know who I am, Phantom Alucard. I am back. It's been a couple of months. I'm not going to do any of the, the intro stuff this time because we're about 22, 23 episodes in. And you already know what it, what's about. You already know what I talk about. We, all, we, we get the point. We already get the point. 23 episodes in. So, with that being said, it's good to be back. It is very good to be back, let me tell you. It's been a, it's been a rough couple of, of, of two months but I'm gonna I'm I'm going to go over some things today. Why I haven't been on for two months, and we're gonna go over a little bit of some of the things that I didn't cover at the end of the year that I would have wanted to cover, but I just I I, I personally just I didn't feel it. I I didn't I, I I really was not feeling it at that at that particular point, especially with life going the way that it was so we'll do what we normally do here we'll get the we'll get the we'll get the quick news out of the way which will be extremely quick today because well there's not really there's not really much to talk about so we're at the end we're at the beginning of the year the new year 2023 and at the beginning we have already started with youtube chaos as youtube has decided to update their terms of service with their profanity clause where you can no longer curse at the beginning of 8 to 15 seconds of your video or you will be demonetized now the problem with that is is that there's a lot of us that do curse in our videos the other the biggest problem with that though is that whenever youtube makes terms of service whenever they make updates to their terms of service that always seems to never be clarified so while they say it's 8 to 15 seconds right for some youtubers that is actually changed or they've actually been demonetized for something that they have said maybe an hour into their video maybe two, a couple of hours into their videos depending on how how long their videos are people have been getting demonetized for 10 plus years of work and it's frustrating it is definitely frustrating for a lot of people when you already have problems with youtube demonetizing some of your videos for certain things that you don't know is copywritten like you don't know if it's kid friendly you don't know and they have all of these options to be able to select that stuff right but even if you do select that you run the risk of being shadow banned if you are put on age restriction you are not going to get as much traction as a youtuber so it's understandable why people are so frustrated by this youtube is a good place for discoverability the bad part about it is is that while it's good for discoverability it is just as easily it is just as easily taken away from you just from one simple video and you'll never know what vi it, it, it just you'll never know what aspect of that video is is being demonetized your your video is being demonetized for so many people have come have talked to youtube like why is my video being demonetized and they can never specify so this is just another way for youtube to just mess themselves up more and somehow still be so successful as they are so hopefully everything works out well, I mean, this is definitely going to be tough as a is putting this content on YouTube, but 
that's what I have a Patreon for. I'm not going to, I'm, it, there'll be descriptions for things in the, in the, in the, in the description, there'll, there'll be stuff in the description below for you to follow so that you can, so that, you know, if you want to support, you can support those links below. So this isn't going to be too, too long today, but it's not going to be short either. It's been a couple of months. And let me tell you when life hits you, it hits. Okay. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter who you are. I'm going to keep it on the gaming aspect of, of everything. I'm going to keep it on the anime aspect of everything. Why I have reached uh, why I needed the two, the two month break that I did. I'll say that I did have some personal stuff happen. A family member pass, uh, a baby that, that was just born. So there's that. I've definitely, that's the, the, the baby, the baby portion was the, the best aspect of it. But when it comes to the video games portion, and the anime portion, I can easily say in the stream and, and for all intents and purposes, the streaming portion too. goodness gracious, the streaming portion where, where do I even begin with that? Right. You do reach a point where you just hit the burnout, the burnout hits hardcore. I talked about it a little bit in the Twitch episode that I did where it's just like, you're doing so much. As a small content creator, you don't know where you're going to be going. You don't know if you are if you're even going to make it if that is your objective my objectives let me tell you streaming my objectives have changed over the last four years let me tell you that straight up not only have my objectives changed but i've changed platforms altogether and this is the first time i'm deciding that i'm going to stick it out with twitch streaming wise until things hit the fan i want to see how long it's going to take for things to hit the fan there i am going to go out on a limb and say it's going to hit the fan in the next couple of years. I might very well just be being nice though. Like it could be much sooner than that because let me tell you, I was just talking about this where it just seems like a lot of the people that I came up with on Twitch on, on, on Twitch that I know on Twitch, they're just vanishing. They're just, they're, they're either moving to new platforms or they just stopped streaming altogether. So it's it's a lot of the same deals when I've talked to them before they vanish too, where it's just like they're 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 hitting the burnout. They're hitting that burnout point where you realize that your platform is oversaturated with stuff and it is your responsibility. It's partially your responsibility to reel a lot of those people in. But when you lose viewership to other platforms too, like TikTok is really killing it right now. Like TikTok is coming up and i have i've done in the last couple of months i've done my my exploration on live content on tiktok and let me tell you there is stuff that i would have never seen on twitch that i would have never seen on youtube like and, they, and these are people just on live just doing paranormal stuff sleeping filming themselves sleeping with paranormal quote unquote paranormal stuff going on in the background and they are killing it when it comes to price watch. Now, I don't know what the pay cut is when it comes to, to TikTok currency. So don't, I'm, I'm not even going to touch that, but let me tell you, they are very popular. They get a lot of views. They get a lot of attention. 
So TikTok has been killing it. Facebook is nowhere to be seen. I have not seen anybody say anything on Facebook. And there was a lot of big content creators saying Facebook is great. Facebook is going to be on the come up. Facebook is not on the come up. It, it just, just cut, cut. I, I, me personally, you can do what you want, but I'm, I have cut Facebook off like completely just because of the simple fact that, you know, Facebook is going to Facebook. It is, it's, it's dying. It's a dying, it's, it's a dying platform. And you're not seeing the death, but it will happen eventually. It will happen. So uh, with that being said, I, I hit the burnout partially because of that, because it's it's been a lot of oversaturation. And I did it straight for a long time. Let me tell you, <coughs> pardon me, when you, when you hit, when you grind out streaming, it can be fun. It can also be addictive. It can also take its toll on you too. And while you're grinding it out on on streaming, you're doing other things too. I'm sure you're creating for YouTube. Maybe you've had maybe you have a podcast. Who knows? Who knows, right? It's a burnout to that. That's a lot to do. When you first start off and anybody, let me say this to anybody that is starting off in the, in this industry, realize what you're getting yourself into. Realize that even, even, even if you're not working a nine to five job, if you're working, first off, if you're working a nine to five job and trying to do this, this is adds on to all of, all of the, all of the issues that you have. If you're not though, it still takes a lot of energy. It still takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort to make thumbnails. It takes a lot of effort to, it takes a lot of effort just to edit your content it takes a lot of effort to learn how to do the editing. It takes a lot of time. The editing portion in itself, when I do YouTube videos, it takes, depending on what kind of video it is, it could take anywhere from a day to, I'm not, I don't just mean like a few hours in a day. I mean like almost an entire day to a week to one of my biggest videos being a month, a month. It took a month to do my, my longest video. And that's almost an hour long. 10 minutes takes a long, a 10 minute video takes a long time. So just know what you're getting yourself into. Know that you're going to have to pull yourself up out of the, pull yourself up out of dark spaces, like not getting the views, not getting noticed, uh, maybe not getting the likes, maybe Things are taking longer than what you see from the other per person. You're comparing yourself to other creators. Like, don't get it twisted. This space, like, don't don't be too hard on yourself because these spaces are very oversaturated. Let me tell you. So I've come back with a new state of mind. I've come back with a different agenda for myself, for those who are listening. And just all in all, I just want to have a good time with everybody. I don't. I don't want to make this like a job. Well, I don't want it to feel like a job. And that's what it, that's what it began to feel like after a while is that it did begin to feel like a job. It began to feel, feel like I was just doing monotonous wash, rinse and repeat stuff. Like if you go back to my old episodes, you will hear the intro constantly. It is the constant intro of uh, it's Phantom Alucard, where I do video games, movies, anime, 
TV shows and sometimes music. It was the same deal. And when I listen back to it, it's just, holy crap, man. Like, where am I going with this, man? Like, it's the same deal. Who wants to hear the same deal over and over again, though, right? So, aside from that, life happens personally, you know. But I missed a lot of stuff. And there is some juicy stuff happening. The truth of the matter is, though, is that some of that juicy stuff that happens isn't always worth covering to me. For instance, and I've said this in previous episodes time and time again, that Microsoft, their acquisition for for Activision is old. It's old to talk about. It's the same stuff. And then in the meantime, it's it's an ever-developing story. It's always going to be a roadblock somewhere. There's always going to be a success that Microsoft sees. There's always going to be talks of comparisons in, in, in consumer practices and in, 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 in bad consumer practices. It's, it's going to be the same deal. Meanwhile, it's the same talks of Sony did this to people over and over again where they do, they do one good thing and then they do five bad things. Microsoft does one good, maybe five good things and a couple of bad things. And each of those things has, has a different impact. They have way different impacts depending on the company. When Microsoft does two, one or two good things, it's, or one or two bad things, it hits them hard. Like, it, it, I don't know if it hits them harder than it does Sony, but it definitely hits them hard enough to where it feels like their progress has, 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 has stopped. Whereas with Sony, it's just more or less of the same thing. They make a couple of good moves, but they do a lot of bad consumer practices. Like when they did the whole, what did they do? They did the whole thing with the, with the, if you do PlayStation stars, if you, if you, if, if you're one of the people that's most active on PlayStation, if you get a lot of trophies or whatever, then you get bumped up on the list for, for customer support. Like it, it's hard enough to get customer support on PlayStation, depending on the person, right? Like, why do you want to have to fight just to get that? And you hear a lot of these things, like there should be, they should be worried about keeping retaining people on PlayStation five and moving people from PlayStation four to PlayStation five, but they've been releasing things that should be just on PlayStation five on PlayStation four as well. And you have, and they've seen, you've seen, you've seen this with horizon forbidden West. You've seen it with Ragnarok now. And it's just nothing there for me to retain my attention to PlayStation five, though I will say this year, I am going to be looking for a PlayStation 5, so I don't want to badmouth Sony too much because, like I said, I love it all. I love I love all of gaming. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best not to hold the biases. And I've, I, I could very well be wrong, and you all can tell me if I haven't or not, but I feel like I have been doing an okay job at that. There's always going to be room for improvement, of course, but I know... I noticed the, the, the bad details in both sides and I recognize the good details in both sides. So with that being said, I want to try and not be as biased as possible because I love all of it. I love Nintendo. I love, uh, Xbox. I love, I love PlayStation. 
I love PC. It's just when all these bad things have been occurring during the pandemic and during, I don't want to say post pandemic because there's still stuff going on, but even after the lockdowns were over, it just feels different. It just doesn't feel the same. It feels more politically driven. You'll hear about, you'll hear about everything, but when the game is going to come and when the game actually does come, you don't get a whole game. You don't get the, you don't get the full effects of the game. Like for instance, well, when I stopped streaming, it might not have been a couple of months actually for that. I think I got on for Callisto protocol and I did that, but there were so many flaws with that game. It wasn't like bad, like Pokemon Scarlet and, and Violet, like where they were, there were so many glitches in there, but it was enough to where it was just so frustrating where I was just like, I didn't even want to play video games for a while. Like that's how bad it was. It was a worry for me. It's a worry for me with, uh, Starfield coming out. I'm not so worried about Capcom. I'm not so worried about Resident Evil 4 because Resident Evil 4 looks amazing. But I'm also a little bit jaded because we've seen good trailers before and they have turned out, the games have turned out to be absolutely just not even up to par with what the trailer, with what the trailer showed, right? So I don't want to get my hopes up too high with that, but it looks amazing trailer wise with that being said after Callisto protocol happened it was just like I had to put the controller down for a little bit streaming in front of people is fun it's just not always when 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 you notice little things like that it becomes more of a job it is not an obligation for me to get out and say like it's my job to keep you all from bad games. No, you all buy whatever you want. That is your money. You make your own money. You do what you do with your money. I can only suggest things. It is not my obligation to come out and say, you are a part of the problem if you buy this game. No, you are not a part. Let me say this. You are not a part of the problem if you want to support a game that you enjoy. You want to support an anime that you enjoy, which I haven't found many animes that I enjoy. I've been watching Bleach, a thousand year blood war, which is fairly impressive to me. I, I started off a review, which was terrible when I listened back to it, but it's been amazing and we're not going to see it again until I believe June 23rd. And it's said that you're not even going to, we don't even know if it's going to retain the Monday slot that it has based off of the article that I read. So We'll see what happens with that. It's been amazing, but there's not too many animes that I enjoy. I'm kind of tired of the wash, rinse, and repeats of animes as well. Uh, meanwhile, there's been the passing of a lot of a lot of great voice actors and actresses, and the passing of a lot of the producers for for a lot of the great animes that we love. And it's just been really, really depressing. Speaking of voice actors that passed away a couple of months ago, it was Kevin Conroy, which rest in peace to him. I wanted to cover that, but it was just so depressing. And I was dealing with the passing of a family member myself, and it was just really, really depressing. <coughs> it's just been a really rough couple of years for for gaming. Like, if you 
if you don't think that games have been in a drought for the last decade, then this year, these last couple of years have really been extremely depressing when it comes to game releases. Maybe some of your move, your favorite movies aren't aren't coming like you like. Marvel hasn't been really the same since the end game, since the end game uh, movie came out. <coughs> it's just really been rough. And I don't want to cover the political stuff because everybody's already pushing the political aspects of these things in your face. And it's just getting old. You don't want to hear about the political because a lot of this stuff is supposed to be about escapism. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be going, coming to these things to relieve your mind. And it's just hard to relieve your mind when, uh, the, when political, when, when certain, when certain things are just, they just feel more politically driven than they've ever been in these last, especially in these last couple of years. So it's just been really, really depressing watching these great voice actors and actresses die. Rest again, rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. That will never, let me, let me say this in my own personal opinion, there will never be another person that can voice act Batman the way Kevin Conroy could. So it's just been really, 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 really depressing for that. And then the game awards, the game awards happen towards the end of the year. And I'm watching and it's to be expected, I guess, because for me, this again, this is just another one of my own personal opinions, but I'm just not interested in God of War Ragnarok. Like I'm personally just over God of War. Like I think it just needed to be put to rest after after the fact that Kratos got his revenge and everything on Zeus and all that good jazz, I just feel like it just needed to be put to rest. 2018's God of War was great. But I mean, that formula from PlayStation storytelling with the, with the grown-up and child, the grown-up and child together post-apocalyptic stuff, that's old too. So I, I watched the Game Awards and I watched... God of War basically take most of those awards and shout out to the, to the voice actors and the people that worked on it, the devs. Cause I don't want to take anything away from them. They put in a lot of effort into that game, but man, I felt like God of War was about to get game of the year and it wasn't out. And I don't feel like it deserved it. Not because it wasn't, it, it probably, I'm not going to speak on how good the game was because the game was probably great. It just wasn't out long enough. It just wasn't out long enough for for it to to even be up for game of the year. I don't think that any game that comes out a month before should even be in contest, should, should be able to contest with it. I think they should be in the runner up for the year following. But man, I was getting nervous because Elden Ring, uh, this is one the from software I will always have a bias for, unfortunately. And it's just, I, as much as I can't stand fanboys, I'm a fanboy myself. I will say that Elden Ring was not perfect, but they have come out with the Dark Souls trilogy and those, those games in in themselves are not perfect. They've come out with Sekiro. That game is not perfect. They've come out with Bloodborne. That game is not perfect, but I definitely felt, felt like Elden Ring deserved game of the war, game of the year award. And I just... 
it, it looked hopeless because once again, a PlayStation game is taking most of the awards away from a lot of the fields, a, lo- a lot of the fields that, that, that they normally take in every game of the year or every, every game awards. And it just, it just seems like they dominate so much in the, and that's the one thing I will give them praise for is that they dominate so much in the, in the space of the exclusivity that nobody can contest them. It just feels like nobody is just out there when it comes to the cinematics and the, and the script writing, the storytelling, it's just uncontested unless like from software or Nintendo comes out with something. And that's a rare feat. Because that takes a couple of years for them to do. So, it's just, I, I, I was feeling hopeless until the Game of the Year award was announced. And I was just like, yes, finally. The game that did deserve Game of the Year. Because, God, let me tell you. While PlayStation has some amazing storytelling at times. They leave some of their games hanging and they, they throw their they throw some of their games in front of the railroad. Let me tell you. They they throw it right there in front of it. Like Horizon Forbidden West should have never been released at the same time that Elden Ring was released. And for the love of God, I don't know why we don't have another another Destiny, a Destiny 3 out by now. But these Destiny DLC releases are starting to get old. And that's just my personal opinion. You you can have your own opinions if you want to. That's just but that that's just my opinion, okay? It has nothing to do with how anybody else feels. If you feel differently, then you know you have your reasons. But Destiny is getting old. I don't know why they released their DLC at the same time Elden Ring was. Everybody knew that Elden Ring was going to wreck most of this year. And it did. Because there's so many things to do. There's so much content in it. Speed running. You have bosses that that people still probably haven't even discovered yet. There's story. There's the lore. I mean, the scenery. What? Why? Why put that game out? that particular time but without from software sony would dominate they would dominate every game of the year award and it just it's it just feels the same it just feels the same as it does every year sony comes out with something and they dominate and as much as i as much as i want to say they, that it's a bad thing they should dominate because they work hard but sometimes it just looks like there's a payoff like they're paying off like death stranding was like one of the first games that i noticed it with because death stranding took a lot of those awards when that was out and then once the last of us part two which i still don't feel like it deserved game of the year because of how it was released how long that game was like that's taking the politics out. I don't care about any of that. Like that game was way too long. I don't feel like it deserved it. And it got it. It got everything. Like everything was themed around that. And it was the same way last year. <coughs> everything was themed around God of 
or Ragnarok, and it just becomes the PlayStation show. And it's just like, why have showcases anymore? That's one thing that that I was I was tired of too. I was tired of these showcases. They're more or less of the same things. They the the showcases promise but never deliver, and it, it's just old to talk about at the at this particular time. So with that being said, I had to take a break because that you get tired of watching the the watch rinse and repeat stuff. And in my time off, with a baby on the in the baby with the baby on the way, passing of a family member, I found time to actually get back to the roots of why I love gaming so much. I showed my PlayStation Four some love because I can't get a play. I could. I wasn't even trying, but I mean, even if I was at the time, I couldn't find a PlayStation five to save my life. So this year I will be trying for that. I found why I love gaming so much. It was because I enjoyed what I enjoyed about it. It wasn't because of what everybody else enjoyed about it or what everybody else hated about it. It was because I found what I loved about it. And it's just the achieve my own personal achievements. It is vegging out. It is doing things, improving in ways that I hadn't improved before in my gameplay. It was the imagination. It was it was watching the storytelling and living the storytelling. It's a lot of the things that I love about gaming. And I had to get back to the roots. I had to get back to the roots of it because I love where gaming is at now but there's bad to it as well and sometimes you just gotta filter out that bad stuff and take a break from this from this space if you're a content creator anyway and just enjoy some games whatever game is out that, that that's out right now that you enjoy enjoy that enjoy that game enjoy that shit enjoy it because man if you fall too much into all the bad that's going on around it, you will hit a burnout. You'll hit a wall. You won't even want to play video games. And I mean, life is hard enough as it is for a lot of us. I mean, uh, take it from me. Like I do this and I work a nine to five job. Just like you all, just like the rest of you. I don't ever want you to think that, oh, I just do this and I don't do anything else. No, I too work a nine to five job. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm really okay with that. I'm, I I I just enjoy this so much that I want to talk about it with you all. I want to share news news and what I found, my experiences with it. I want to share my stories. And I don't after a while when you see so much of the bad, you take you you intake a lot of that bad stuff. It it just doesn't become fun anymore. So I definitely had to get back to those roots and I had to I had to realize why I was having fun. Why I love video games, why I love why I love everything in nerddom so much. It's the imagination, it's everything. Is I get to live that when I'm not in the real world. So or when I'm taking a break from the real world. So there's a lot of things I had to take time for and I had to make time for and there's a lot of promises that I was making that I wasn't able to keep. And, you know, it's just a lot of things, but I'm back now. I am, I'm back. And there's some things I want to see in 2023. 
They're not going to happen. But I can dream, right? One thing, the major thing I want to see happen is I want to see more games come out. I want to see games that are polished, great, unique, finished. I Those are things I want to see. Another thing I would love to see is less, less showcases. I would love to see less showcases because they're just a bunch of pro- unkept promises, right? Finally, I would love to see the death of E3. I would love to see that because what's the point anymore? If you were to just release games, you wouldn't need showcases or at least that many showcases anyway. If you would release those games and we're able to now because everybody's outside. If they were able to release these games, then you wouldn't have a need for so many showcases. And I would be okay with the less less showcases. I don't always like reacting to showcases because I'm going to see the same games over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So with that being said, those are some of the things that I would love to see in, 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 in gaming. I would love to see Marvel because Marvel has a lot of stuff coming out this year. I would love to see them pull themselves out of the pits this year with all of the stuff that they have planned for phase five. I would love to see that. I would love to see better animes come out this year. Not just a couple, but I would love to see more animes come out this year. I'm supposed to fly out to San Diego Comic-Con this year, so I'm hoping for a great trip on that. (coughs) Pardon me. I'm hoping for a great trip uh, to San Diego Comic-Con this year. I'd love to see a room, at least a decent room that I'm, I'm within walking distance of it in. I hope I hope that I get to meet some of you all. I'm really hoping to meet some of you all because I would love to have these conversations in, in front of you. And face to face, I'd love to I'd love to have some people on my show that listen. I would love, love, love to see some better movies come out. There's a few that I'm looking at that are unique but I don't know if they're so great that are, that are in the announcement. I think one just came out actually. I, I don't remember what the movie is called. I think the movie is like uh, it, it's about a robot girl that goes around and kills people. I can't remember what that movie is. What is it like Molly or something? I don't remember what it's called, but whatever that movie is, because it's not that impactful, I don't really care that much for it because it doesn't look all that great. It's unique. I will say that I would love, love, love to see. Uh, I would hope, I would hope to see that the new legend of Zelda that's coming out this year. I hope that gets game of the year, just like it's, it's predecessor did. I would love to, for that story to be the greatest story told in Zelda history. There's just, there's a lot of things I'm 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 very hopeful for. Microsoft is promising a lot of uh, great games. I'm hoping they deliver, but I'm not too hopeful on it. it, it it's it's one of those promises that they make that it's better. I I, I I'll, I'll see it when I'll believe it when I see it. Type of type of promises. So I hope that this year is is great for for gaming. 
I really do. I hope it's great for nerddom. I hope it's great for it's for, for my table toppers out there. I hope it's a great year for you all too. Because there's a, if if you don't follow tabletop, there's never ending. It's a never ending. It, it, there, there's just so many things to do with tabletop. There's so many games, tabletop games out there. So for my table toppers out there, I hope that you have an even uh, an even better year because there's just non-stop releases for tabletop stuff. So I'm hoping that every one of you enjoys enjoys some form of some form of gaming. I hope that you're able to filter out the bad stuff. I hope that we get to a point this year where we're not policing people's pockets for games and movies that they watch and play. Man, we need to do that. That's definitely a, that's definitely a necessity in the in the space of nerddom. So, with that being said, I'm going to conclude this episode, but I will see you all next time. I will probably be putting these out Wednesdays from now on because my work schedule is all over the place. So it's it's been all over the place, but I'm I'm gonna embrace the over all over the place because I think that's like the biggest thing for me is that I have not been embracing enough of what's coming at me. So I need to embrace it. And it's not a new year, new me thing. Don't don't think this is a new year's resolution because I can change. There can be a new me at any point in time and you would never know it until I let you know it. But I'm just going to be embracing that. And to everybody that's been listening in my absence to previous episodes, I really appreciate you. I love you all. You all are amazing. I appreciate each of you for everybody that's been watching on YouTube, the video form. I appreciate you all. You are amazing. I hope you all, all of you, each and every one of you new old, new and old listeners and viewers. I wish you the best year this year, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. I hope you achieve it. It's I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a good year. I'm not going to say it's going to be a good year. I'm hoping for a good year and I'm going to do what I have to do to at least assist that part in my life. And when I get on here, I want to do my part to assist you all in that. So with that being said, you all have a good one. There's links to the things if you want to support, there will be links in the description below to where you can find the support at. I'm not worried about it either way. (coughs) I'm hanging out with you all, sharing the love of what we love, which is video games. And I wish you all a good day, a good year, and I will see you next time. Peace.